Welcome to The Overanalysis, an episode-by-episode discussion of the Netflix series The OA. I'm Talia Ripley. And I'm Ethan Crane. We've reached the final episode, Invisible Self, so we can now discuss all the spoilers we like, along with the season in general. Um, in our enthusiasm to discuss the OA against a kind of broad cultural background, we have managed to give spoilers to quite a huge range of books and well, films. Well, actually, it wasn't you, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. It's <laughs> also going to add that Ethan discloses his ca- classical education by letting slip he studied the Iliad at school. But I can't remember any of it. (laughs) (laughs) And although the episode did leave us really rather baffled initially, as you listen, you can hear us kind of managing to connect the dots as we podcast. We hope it's helpful to you too. So, there we are. Finished watching it now. (laughs) Yeah. So, so before we really talk about what happened in the episode, um, how do you feel just after finishing it? Satisfied, or just just in the kind of like you know general sense of how how you feel about the series ending? I would say, um, I definitely have some uh-huh, moments and some. <laughs> Sorry, some what moments? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. yeah, okay. Um, and some not so some sort of queries, some things I. Wasn't... Oh yeah, no, more general. Sense okay, more general that, sense. Yeah. There was some things that made me really quite delighted. Yeah, and so I think having any. Like, like actually watching television and being delighted by it is yeah. really quite rare yeah I and there so. was yeah. just as we're, I'm sure we'll talk about it sometimes this point and that's a point where I was utterly delighted with with um how things went yeah that and pleased with a lot so I suppose I've got that that kind of moment you know one of those and it, like I said it's rare to have a television moment you go, yeah oh, this is really good yeah um but I do also you have some, some niggles and yeah. reservations. So, but you know, as as one generally I, I think does. Uh, I think I'd say pretty much the same thing. Although I think I'm a slightly more enthusiastic than that. If I was, okay, yeah. well, um, I, I, I think meant because, it enthusiastically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I think because um, if I was thinking about where what I was thinking about was going to happen in this last episode, as yeah. the finale episode at the end of the penultimate episode. I really didn't see this coming. No, yeah, which is absolutely. which is um, which is a, a good good thing. And really, it should. I mean, actually, I think we even discussed the possibility of this ending at one point. A little, we discussed yeah. the possibility of um, all of the backstory being in Prairie's yeah. head. Anyway, we certainly we certainly. But I didn't. Yes. Wasn't, that wasn't what I was thinking was going to happen, though. No, which no. I think is which I think is really good storytelling. It set yeah. it up in such a way that you. The other storyline seemed more likely, yeah. which I thought was great. I, I really like that. Yeah, I know yeah. we discussed it as the yeah. unreliable narrator, but I, yeah. I actually thought it wasn't going to be that sort of yeah. sophisticated, really. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't. I uh, yeah. So that no, that did did please me a lot. Yes. Um, so anyway, I mean, we'll get on we'll get on to that because I mean, even even though we kind of have a and it's not really wrapped up in any sense, is yeah. it completely? Is it? Which, I think it's yeah. the non wrapping up which leaves me. Oh, see, so oh well, that's, that's interesting because I actually uh, like the non-wrapping up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's get onto that later anyway because okay, that's okay. that's the kind of interesting. So let's um, pick through it, shall yeah, we, and yeah, just yeah, yeah. see what's yeah. what's going on? Because um. So I mean, so we begin, don't we, with um, where yeah. we ended the the sixth episode with exactly. Stan coming up behind. Hap As you prophesied, the... the last week was a kind of intermission almost. Yes. With the catching up with the five. Yeah. Um, and we start. With we start with the image of the wolf again. Yes. Do you know what? And I, okay, this there was no like 
deep sort of ultimate satisfaction with this wolf image? I know we've associated the wolf image with Homer. With Homer. Well, do you remember, I can't remember which episode it was in, a few episodes ago we had um, Prairie in a shop and seeing yeah, the Yeah, wolves. yeah, yeah, way yeah. back. I remember when she bought that, yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's her, it's her association with Homer. And, I mean, okay, we're not, we're not spoiling anything here by saying that, that the, this is all in Prairie's head, really, isn't it? Like, presumably. Presumably. Yeah. So, so she's made and and given the the fantastically imaginative nature of everything that's gone on, she's just and I'm, I, I imagine she's convinced herself of of the yeah. fact that home is associated with this wolf nature kind of thing as well, and and uh, so she has a very strong affinity with this wolf thing. And this is you know the wolf image at the beginning is kind of like this is just something in Prairie's head. Do you, is yeah. there possibly because obviously Homer we find out a bit later on sort of related to the to the Iliad. Yeah. Um, is there a wolf thing? I don't know the Iliad very well. I don't know the Iliad very well. <laughs> oh, I don't know the Iliad at all. I wondered even if though that... I read it, I, I read it at school. Did you? <laughs> I can't remember. You yeah. Went to posh school. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I just know it's about a guy and a long journey. Uh, that's it, yeah. really. Um, but no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some kind of link to to that. But I will, if anybody knows, let us know. But I, I might read up. Any link to what? Well, the wolf the and the Iliad. I can't remember. Do you get me wolves in Greece? Yeah. Mediterranean. No, let's let's get. Yeah. That. Okay. Let's get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You've also got that kind of nice flyover. I don't know if that was any meaning as you're kind of coming into to Hap's, um, you know, Hap's world. Is um, there's a sort of a flyover and it looks it looks like I thought it looked like a volcano. It's almost looking like a, a James Bond baddie. Do you know oh, what we're missing at the beginning? Okay, never mind. Yeah. It was only a quick shot. Yeah. Anyway, and then we're back into we've got yeah. Oh man, what's the cop called? Stan. Stan. Yeah. Stan standing behind Hat <laughs> as yeah, like you said, yeah. as we left off and. He's he's really capable, isn't he? For an old cop, yeah, yeah, yeah. doddery cop, he's yeah, really... Yeah, he's not going to let that happen to get... Although, of course, well, he kind of is won round by him, obviously. Like, yes. He accuses him of having a silver tongue and then is immediately seduced by seduced it. Seduced so, by him, exactly. Yeah. And that was a little something that we did imagine happening. Yes, um, we did. Um, what, I liked, what I liked was that they show you a clip of um, what you think is um, Stan taking half away. Yeah. And then he's getting other, and I thought that I thought the other I, woman was was the OA to start yeah, with. Me too. You? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. And I couldn't I work out what was going on. But yeah. 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 Then, uh, which is quite quite nice, although although slightly unnecessary, I thought because yeah, Stan kind of being one round is not really a big part of the story. It's a mm, no. Yeah. yeah. But it's got a kind of like that scene. It's rather heartbreaking when they go down to the cellar and they're all. Yeah, know, Stan's got him yeah. on. A, Stan's not yeah. trusting Hap. He's still got his <coughs> gunpoint, and everyone's cheering like, "Oh yeah, we're getting out." Yeah. The only thing I wasn't, I just <coughs> wasn't completely convinced. I thought Stan would lose lose his nerve when he saw that. When he saw this is the real human cost of me. Yeah, doing but this. If you think about it now, now we know the fi the final thing. This because all of what? and all of the story of, of um, Prairie's story cast back over is it 
it kind of makes sense that it doesn't make sense yeah. in some ways, yeah, doesn't it? True. It's like it doesn't need... And, and all the time you've been saying how... It has to make sense it, in order to fool us that it could yes, make sense. Yes, but it doesn't have to be um, as narratively satisfying somehow as the... Um, At least, what, if you pin holes in it? Yes. Ultimately, yeah. that's fine. And, and also, and also um, if you think about it, like your kind of something you've said over a number of episodes is that... Um, you're more interested in the present day story about the five, yeah. as we've yeah. called them. Yeah. And actually that makes more sense really because if this is all in Prairie's yes. head, she's not going to draw the characters yeah. as well as like the... Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I, did, I, I did find that quite validating actually. Yes, yeah, yeah. I did quite like that. Yeah. But we're, okay, so we've got, he, he doesn't, he gets the OA and Homer out and they're, they start doing, they yeah. discuss a little bit about, shall we just do this a bit wrong? So yes, I like that discussion. I yeah, like that nice. yeah. I think, no, then, no, we should do this. Hang on, what, what was it she says? We, um, we're not the people who we, if we don't try to help her, then we're not who we say we are. not the people we who are. we say we are, yeah. So, is that she saying they're all angels? I guess, that, or she's saying they're all capable. They're all capable of things like, you know, bringing Scott back from the dead and that kind of thing. But not just having the skill, but also having some sense of morality attached to that skill. Yes. Yes. And, and she, of course, thinks of herself as the original angel. The original angel. Yeah. It's a little narcissistic. Yeah. But when you think about, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm holding back on the discussion of what exactly yeah. all this okay. backstory is, because I feel this is a, a big thing yeah. we're talking yeah. about. So we will talk about that later in the episode, about what exactly... Yeah, why exactly yeah. Perry has made the story up. It's kind of the crux of the whole yep. story in some ways, isn't True. it? So let's hold off that for a bit. Okay. In, a, in a way, it makes our discussion of the stuff that's going on in Hap's lair all a bit kind of like inconsequential now, really, doesn't it? Because you have no, to we spent it. ages working out the building regs. You have to go <laughs> yeah. And how oh, you get a lair. Thing. Yeah. Um, and in the end, you realise that they must, the writers must have, had a, uh, must have had a real laugh and thinking... You know, we don't have to justify any of this. We can like yeah. uh, we can do whatever the hell we like. Because our story yeah. gets more fantastical as um, as the OA and Homer do their movements again, and uh, the the woman is revived. Yeah, and not only revived, but she appears mm. to be the missing link in the story. She appears yeah. to have the fifth movement, and and you're thinking, well, how can that possible? Well, Stan's wife, who for this this moment well, has been... Well, because she's had a near-death experience yeah. as well. And then you start she to think, is locked-in syndrome part of, you know, just do people right. with locked-in syndrome, are they part of this whole angel network? Or Well, yeah. the implication is it happened to her when she was really young. Yeah. yeah. And there's this huge gap. I don't know. but this, So the idea that she said, one day I'm going to help two captive angels yes. kind of validates their idea. The problem, I, I really angels. enjoyed discussing all this before. I've now kind of lost now interest thinking, slightly. What is because, the point in pulling it apart? Yeah, but I mean, I've lost interest in it because there's something much more interesting going on, yeah. really, isn't there? Yeah. And that's so, yes. I'm not, I mean, we yeah. could wrap this part up fairly quickly then. Basically, yeah. we've got she... Oh, she shows a movement, doesn't she? She shows yeah. them this, this you know, missing fifth movement. Yes. Um, and then Hap runs in, he shoots the cop. Oh, well, the cop comes in, first yeah. of all, leaving his gun. Well, it, and then he shoots both of them, really, doesn't he? he shoots doesn't both, he shoot yeah. Stan yeah. and his wife yeah, like, with one Stan shot? And, yeah. wife, and you think, that's okay, this is, this is Prairie Story, you can do whatever you like. It's he fine. can have like one shot yeah. amazing, one shot Finch. Yeah. Um, and then dumps dumps the OA on the road. Yeah, yeah. Not and again and again. It's like, well, why wouldn't he kill her? He killed Stan and his wife. Why would he kill? Yeah. Why would he do that? Which risks everything. But yes, as you say, now it doesn't 
Yeah. It doesn't really matter. So it's it more, doesn't need to add up. We yeah. don't have to try and, and, yeah. and, and sort out his thoughts. Um, but at that, at that point, um, mm. well, I, I kind of, what interests is to know actually at what point you were kind of twigging that this was um, not all as it seemed sort of thing. I'm not at that point. I'm not that. No, I wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. I wasn't at that point either. Yeah. <laughs> but what, no, but okay. because I mean, even though we discussed before that perhaps this is all in Prairie's head, mm. we were, I, I wasn't thinking that at this point. No, no, nothing yeah. at that point made yeah. me think, oh, what? No, it's, no. So yeah. it all seemed, yeah, like you said, a few, when, when you go through it, you could certainly think that seems quite, not quite right. Yeah. Um, but... So the, the next thing we have really is um, Prairie in the house, the house they've been in for all, all these episodes, telling the story yeah. to the five. And she's, um, well, the parents turn up, don't they? And she started to tear her clothes off as well. And, and what, what she, what's the thing she said about being left alone, left? Left, well, isn't this left alone on, on the road kind of thing? And then she said, and was she yeah. saying something about tearing her clothes, was it? Or, but nevertheless, whatever, she, whatever, whatever she's tearing her clothes, she's ended up tearing her clothes off in the in the house so that she's just in her bra, basically, isn't she? So, yeah. is she? Okay, and this is again going on to the wider discussion, but I think yeah. we're going to have to keep, keep yeah. doing this as we go through. Is this because uh, maybe I'm being stupid? Is, is that is it obvious? But is, is it... Well, she was actually genuinely, we don't know what happened to Prairie, so perhaps that she was attacked. Somebody did hold a knife to her throat. Somebody did rip her clothes off, maybe sexually assault her, who knows, something yeah. horrible. Um, and that's the trauma that she's covering. Well, up. yes. Was, and that, was that an obvious implication I totally missed? Because that scene so confused me. What, with in the house? When the yes, parents in the up? house. I was it just her parents that turned up? As no, well? no, there were some of the parents of the other the other five as well, weren't there? I think with that, I think I don't know if it was um, Buck's parents or was it Alfonso's parents? I wasn't sure. I'm sure, but it was. I think it was some of the other some of the other yeah. parents anyway. Yeah. Um, was it St okay? Sorry, but Steve's parents are rather. That's a rather critical point, isn't it? That yes. Oh, we'll come on to Steve later. That okay. Was, yeah, that because that's I that's the thing I have a problem with yeah, really about yeah. Steve, but. Um, um, whatever it was, anyway, I I feel what I got out of that scene was it, it seemed to be like, oh yeah, for the first time, some parents here are thinking it's a little bit weird that the kidnapped girl that's turned up after seven years is telling stories, possibly about her incarceration, which yeah, um, to our children in this in this abandoned yeah. house. And maybe this isn't a good idea. And maybe it's not a good idea for her either. Maybe she's a bit just getting a bit distressed by it. They, they all yeah. looked concerned, didn't they? There wasn't yeah. anger in anybody. No, they were just and anxious. certainly Nancy and Abel are thinking, is, what, "What's going on? This is this doesn't seem very good for her." Yeah. Yeah. And 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 obviously their reaction immediately after that is, well, Abel's reaction is, "I'm going to get her out of here," sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. I didn't quite get that to begin with. There's, there's big crowds yet again. That there's, yeah, what? that scene was weird. I yeah. thought to start with that was that was a flashback to when she first turns up back mm. in town again. But it seemed like she was being driven somewhere else and people were recognising her. Yeah, I didn't quite understand. Didn't it felt understand like a big crowd. And it's like then you have the scene where Homer's... Well, sorry. When Abel's at home and he pulls the phone off the wall yeah. as if... We can't stay here. We're getting so many intrusions. Yeah. Then they go off to that hotel. Yeah. 
There was something I really liked about the hotel scenes. I don't was it know. the breakfast buffet? <laughs> it was really, I do love breakfast buffet. You do love breakfast buffet. buffet. Americans do proper breakfast buffets yeah. as well. Making your own waffles. We don't, <laughs> no, we don't have that in travel lodges in England. No. Um, anyway, but that's that's another point. But I didn't just like I wasn't just obsessing about the breakfast buffet options. Yeah. I also just liked. Um, I mean, that's the thing about those kind of chain hotels. They have a sort of strange conformity, you know, or uniformity. You know, where everything's always the same and rather bland, and um, so so I don't know. Something about that room which is so sterile. And then the great scene between Abel and Nancy yeah. when he's doing breakfast and just that awkwardness of all these people around them, the social awkwardness of it. Um, I know, I thought it was a really good background yeah. for them to have that uh, uh, conflict yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. that debate. Um, so, which brings us on to the question really of um, why was, um, why did Nancy hide the note? Yeah, okay, so what, first yeah. of all she gives a reason of... Um, actually, hang on. Before we get onto that, yes. Why have they? Where? Why have they gone to this hotel? Is this I, something we well, just I, don't understand exactly what was going I on? I think um, Abel has kind of like done it, hasn't he? And he's. I think he's done it because he feels whatever's going on between Prairie and these other children in his neighbourhood is not healthy for for Prairie, basically. Okay. Um. And and also, I feel that we. We don't, there's bits that we're, you kind of feel we're missing out on in the story somehow, like mm. the fact that um, by the time, you know, near the end, do you remember when they get to a new house near the end of it and they've sort of like, they've moved house, haven't they? Or Oh, I hadn't I even spotted that, I'm so stupid. Well, it says there's a for sale sign, so, or was that their I thought, I thought that it meant house? that they were just selling up and so, that it was their old house, but I'm not very good right. at recognition of houses. So, right. Um, I can't recall what it was like. Well, there's a bit, I mean, actually, can I just jump forward just a little bit? Like, the scene where you see Prairie sitting on the side of Bath and she's got a tag around her ankle. Yes. You notice that? Yes. What does that imply about what's, what's happened? Who's put the tag we on her? We haven't seen this tag before, have we? No. Do we definitely know that she hadn't had the tag and we just No, I don't it? think we do know, we do know that because maybe she's had this tag on for quite a while. I mean, maybe... Maybe there's a lot of this story which we haven't actually been told. Mm. You know, that's the kind of the feeling I was getting. That yeah. maybe, we can discuss that later anyway. But, um, yes, yeah, so let's go back to, back to like, you're saying okay. Abel, so, Abel is the one who's decided that they're going okay, to fair, leave. Really. Fair enough. But, yeah. we know, we're, we're, we're carrying on talking about the note and yes. why Nancy didn't show Abel the note. Yes. And she has it. She's kept it with her, folded up in her purse. Yeah. Um, and it's a simple note just saying... You know, I am off to find my dad, as um, which is exactly what um, uh, Prairie said, the OA said at the beginning, didn't she? That's what she yes. said she was going to do. So that slightly validates her story, doesn't yes. it? At least that part of it. Plus, um, um, do you think the bit of um, Stephen and Alfonso finding the video of her playing the violin, if it was the OA, maybe it wasn't, because you, if you remember, I it looks like her, isn't it? It, we only see a shot from the side, I think. I don't think we see that much. I thought you were supposed to take it. But do you mean, because she only was supposed to play their violin for, I don't know, like half a day or something like that. I mean, I suppose just within that short period of time, you might have had somebody video her and put it up to YouTube. But it seems 
Yes. Um, if if that is definitely all I was thinking was, if we're going on the is that, um, Prairie's spent quite a lot of time on YouTube. She could have con constructed this story from someone else watching someone else on YouTube. You know, it doesn't have to be have to be yes. herself. Because remember, she watches the video of Homer or who we think is Homer. Remember the the, the, the yeah. football player. Yeah. And so, if you think back to that first episode, really, that's just a sort of like finding someone who's had a near-death experience on on YouTube and they become a character in your story sort of thing, isn't it, mm. in a way? So maybe other things have happened on YouTube. Because do we have any other evidence that she plays the violin? Um, no, she only plays the violin and, and she's talking about it. And you'd think that would be something, if, if you had a child that was a great musician yeah. in need of kind of mental health soothing, that you'd probably encourage them to go back to their instrument mm. to, to, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Anyway, we, I mean, we still keep putting off this talking about the yeah. whole, but um, no, but this is, this is uh, it's fine. So, um, so, so talking about, I know it's good because I keep thinking of more things. Yeah. So the note, yes. Nancy comes up with A, she says she referred to like her biological father as her father and, you know, talking yeah. to, to, to Abel says, well, you know, you're her father and I thought that would hurt your feelings. Yeah. Which, like, he's, he's like, not taking that, really, because that's... Yeah, I so don't find that convincing, uh, neither does Abel. To kind of, like, um, you know, calling the police and having yeah. a whole... Yeah, he, he, he cares more, far more about her, yeah. her well-being than, um, than about... So, so, imagine that Prairie hadn't been kidnapped. Yeah. What would have happened? I mean, it was just kind of coincidence, really, that Nancy told said suggested that she disappeared and then by coincidence she actually had wasn't it well well well, yeah. well we don't know what happened to prairie do we? No, no 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 we don't but but she did disappear for seven years yeah yeah, yeah. um uh and there's the one massive elephant in the room was she was blind and now she isn't yes. <laughs> yeah yeah that's but that's something to go back yes. to later yeah yeah um but what was Nancy doing? Why was Nancy? Why did Nancy hide the note? Well, yeah. she also says the police would have done nothing if they'd have known she was, you know, an adult runaway. Yeah. That, which is what Actually, we talked that, about. That feels like the biggest reason. That does it? feel quite. Yeah. And then, and Abel is, you know, I mean, he says we should have made that decision together. Yes. But like, maybe she thinks he's more honest, more upright, or something and maybe like that. He wouldn't have let her do that. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the heartbreaking line, isn't there, that where Nancy says, I chose her because I thought she was blind, she'd need me forever. Mm. Oh, that's that so heartbreaking, really, isn't it? Thinking yeah. that that was going through Nancy's head when she chose an adopted child. Do you, yeah, I, find, I, I could believe, I believe that as a theme. What I think is more like, I don't know if anybody would really acknowledge that at the time. I feel it's likely no, no. that if it happened, it's something that years later she, she would have thought, I attribute yeah. why she did it and, and, and sort of have more of an understanding about her motives. I mean, she's trying um, to explain to but, Abel in some ways, is she's trying to say why she did this ridiculously stupid thing in some ways of hiding the note. Yes, um, I don't really know why that what 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 light that shines on it. Just the fact that she felt she said, "Oh, I felt it was my fault that she ran away because I chose her." Oh yeah, well yeah. I think I mean I think Nancy's whole story in this, in some ways, has been her her sort of massive guilt stroke shame at the fact that 
she wasn't the mother to Prairie she thought she wanted to be, really, mm. wasn't it? That the Prairie didn't... I mean, the fact that Prairie ran away, essentially, didn't she? Didn't... Yeah. After, after, you know, they... For all this, all their lies were able and, and Nancy wanted a child, couldn't have one themselves, then adopted one, and then poured all their affections onto this one mm. girl who... It's a troubled child. Yeah. From... Yeah. Well, who knows why? Because we yeah. don't know. We know we can't necessarily believe anything she said about her past. Yeah. Um, so, you, you know, a, a child who's up for adoption at that age may have had a number of difficulties yeah. and all sorts of things happening to them. Yeah, I mean, um, not even Nancy and Abel know what really happened to Prairie before they, they met her, did no, they? Yeah. No, they don't know. Yeah. Um, and we don't even know if they got her from... I suppose we do know that there was this, oh, there was a boy, no, and then I decided I wanted her. Yeah. So that that sort of has some sort of validation to, to the um, story that we've heard from the OA about her adoption. What, um, what was that? The story um, that's when Nancy says to Abel, you know, you wanted the, the boy, didn't? but I wanted her. Is that not something... We didn't see that then? We oh, were, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, we, we did. did. Of course we did, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we did. In the yeah. crazy Russian brothery thing. Yeah. Um, so, anyhow. Yeah. So, anyway, so the next thing we see from there, really, is um, Alfonso breaking into um, their house. That's yes. That's house, isn't it? Him yeah. and Steve have been, like, yeah. you, you talk about the scene where they do a bit of researching yeah. and they're trying to find trying a, to find something. a neithetist yeah, I like their research methods. It's good. Yeah. You kind of think, yeah, let's just try and Google these two things and yeah. try and find it. Yeah. Which is smart. So are they, are they still trying to verify her story, do you think? Is that... They... They, they believe her by this point. I think they? they completely believe her. I don't know if it's verifying, maybe just thinking they can research and find out a bit more about, you know, find these people's relatives and find out are they still missing and yeah. have they turned up in strange... Like, who knows? I, I could yeah. just get believe they were just yes you know doing that kind of good well googling is what we all, we do these days don't we when we don't know what else to do so yes. that kind but of then, makes sense. so then i mean this really is one of the pivotal scenes yeah. of the whole story really isn't it alfonso finding the box of i mean i'm not really sure what he was looking for i guess he's looking for some other evidence of prairie story which is fair enough you know that his yeah or yeah. maybe i mean she's just sort of disappeared as well maybe he's just trying to find out where she's yeah. gone where yeah, you yeah. know he's very have we there was that scene wasn't there where where, where alfonso yeah now come what, what's the scene nancy and abel go up to a door and they sort of want to go in and somebody shouts at them and says um yes that's that's alfonso's house isn't it obviously is it alfonso that shouts at them though no no Who's no the male it's, voice? It's, it seems like a a guy, so maybe his stepdad or something. Is we it? haven't seen this person. No, we haven't. No. That was weird. That was, yes, but you. I mean, what, what do you think Nancy and Abel were doing? Why were they got? They gone to the house <sighs> to find out more about what they've been talking to the OA about. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that, and that's just before Abel decides that they're going to leave, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's, and there's also the scene, or maybe is that a little later? With BBA leaving, but am I jumping ahead? No, no, yes, jumping ahead. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, so, key scene. Key scene. Uh, Alfonso's found these books, but now he he jumps to conclusions that I wouldn't have immediately jumped to. I mm. must say, because just finding a book on angels and the home is the Iliad 
and a book on the oligarch. Yeah. I mean, you you might read books like that just because those are things that are pertinent to your life, might you? Yes. Yeah. The Iliad's the kind of the, I think the Iliad's the clue, isn't it? Like, it's almost like, I'm you know, I'm fascinated by this hero, so I'm going to use this hero. I mean, it's been interesting all the way through, actually, isn't it, that Homer's been called Homer, which is a very unusual name for a guy. Yeah, as we joked about. The only... Thing you know it from is the Eli- as Homer and the Homer Greek Simpson writer. and yeah. yeah and so and it turns out that that's maybe oh, where yeah. you're from. Homer's the the writer, not the character. Yes, yes, Homer, yeah. Okay, good. Tell you, well educated man, though. That's yeah. right. Um, yeah. It, it, okay, but it is a bit suspicious, isn't it? It's yeah. like there's not a lot else there. There's not a huge amount of reading material. It's just these very key yeah. key things. Um, there's that strange bit where he looks in the mirror and sees Homer. Yeah. So what is that about? Do you think? Well, I wondered if part of that was about him wondering if he was being seen as Homer by the OA, especially yeah. with the conversation with the FBI agent after that. Yeah. Because the FBI agent says that Prairie has talked about him, Alfonso, a lot. We haven't seen her talk about Alfonso to the FBI agent at all. All they've talked about, it seems, is esoteric conversations about angels. That's the only bits we see. I mean, again, I think there's, which makes somehow, because when you watch the FBI scenes, I think we've said, what is this about? Why have we got this character? It doesn't really make much sense. Don't know what he's doing for the audience. But now... It does make more sense to me anyway, because this is a very troubled woman and she really needs this help. Do you think the scenes we've seen with the FBI agent are meant to be fantasy scenes in Prairie's head or were they ones that actually happened? Well, she doesn't report them to the five. No. So I feel... Well, you think only stuff she reports to the five is stuff that everything else we see... Prairie talking about mm. is okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's that's how I would interpret okay. things if it's from. So, what the hell is the FBI agent doing in her house? <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's there's the thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I yeah. really don't know. Um, I didn't mind. I don't mind the fact he's there as far as the story goes, but. I kind of like to come up with some kind of explanation. Also, yeah, we have to headcanon it somehow. Um, yeah. So and it's also headcanon, in the dark. You better explain what you mean by headcanon. I don't know head everyone cannon. knows what headcanon means. Everyone apart from you. No, come on, explain head what you cannon. mean by headcanon. So canon is like when you have a body of work, it's obviously the canon. And then if there's something where you can't quite work it out and there isn't textual evidence for it, but you can kind of think about it and make your own excuses up. Like, for example, in this, we could say the FBI agent was... Ah, passing by, has a regular kind of thing where he has to clock in, he saw the light and he, something, then it's all kind of in your own head. So it's head canoning. Okay, right, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Anyhow. I mean, do you, okay, what here's an explanation that just occurred to me possibly is that, well, um, Abel and Nancy and Prairie have disappeared now, haven't they? And maybe they haven't kept up with their FBI appointments. Okay. And, And particularly... That um, well, the tag on Prairie's ankle. Maybe that's an FBI uh, tag. And now they're thinking, well, well, yes. actually, they should know where she is, shouldn't they? If you've got an FBI tag on. 
<laughs> yes. You shouldn't be searching for it. Damn it, that was going so well. Yeah, I'm going to cast that theory out now. Yeah. No. Um, but there, are, there is a lot going on. That, I mean, mm. maybe they've done something. I mean, what I, like, what I like about this is that I feel... This is, this is why I'm very pleased with this ending in some ways, is that what I loved so much about the first episode was the massive amount of questions yes. it raised without giving you any answers, really. And I felt this episode did, came, was the only other episode that came close to doing the same thing in some ways. It raised a lot more questions than... Yes. And, it, I, and I, I think that's, that's that, is the, that is the greatness of, of this series, if, if you like that kind of thing. This is what I liked about it, the massively... You're, you're constantly watching, you're thinking, oh, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? That's mm. what I liked. And then when it wasn't doing that in the series is when I was a little bit let down by it, I think. I mean, now, yeah. actually, now that we've kind of got this idea that Prairie's made it all up, actually makes me recast back over the whole thing in a very satisfying manner, to be honest. So, yeah, I'm, I'm liking it even more for that, yes. for that reason. Um, but anyway, what was that, what was that in Adolf? Okay. That was talking about the Why, why is the FBI in there? Yeah. Let's just accept he's in he's the just, house. He's just in the house, yeah. And he's... Yeah, what does he say to... Maybe. Okay, he's done uh, the head cannon. He's... Um, see, you like the word now. Well, I'm using it, yes, because you've defined it now. Okay. Um, he's found out that Abel and Nancy and uh, Prairie have gone, maybe because he's got a tag on there, and he's, and he's, he's between, between living accommodations. Well, they've got an empty house, going to stay there. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so he has a conversation with Alfonso, and he tells Alfonso that Prairie's talked about him quite a lot. Yeah, and, and you, you've, you're helping... What did he say? It's like second-hand trauma or second-hand second trauma. You know, yeah. while well, you accept somebody else's trauma by them. Yeah, so he's essentially saying that the things. five are, have been... Um, the therapy therapy group, yeah. If that's true, how do you think... You know, how would you feel like that if you were... If like I was that? Alfonso? Hmm. How would you imagine Alfonso feels? I'd... I don't think he'd feel completely cheated because... He would feel a little cheated, He'd surely. feel a little cheated, but, I mean, given the rest of the events of the story, it's obvious that they don't feel completely cheated. No, um, no. Because otherwise they'd just be, like, throwing their arms up in despair and sort of stomping off into the distance, wouldn't they? Yes. So, um, I thought you were throwing your arms up in a movement. <laughs> on the <laughs> no. movement. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, they... But they're obviously... When they he meets up with the others, not not BBA but with the other three, and when, um, meets up when they're oh, on the, outside. When got the box out he's the got the box out the car, yeah. and they're all looking at the books, and they're all like, really oh, really sort of, oh, okay. oh, okay, yeah. Buck picks up the book on angels, I yeah. think, and says, "I'm going to keep that." Um, it's a very very sad, sad moment, really. Yes. Um, yeah, they feel, you know, they, they thought they were, they really believed that there was something, I mean, something amazing, something about moving in between dimensions. Yeah. There is also, I want to say, I know you're sort of very happy with this, it was all in, you know, part of something that she's created. Yeah. But there are some things that are suggesting it's not completely yes, straightforward. which I also like. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but at this point, we're, we're sort of taking it that you know that's um that they uh you know that there isn't anything in the prairie prairie is just off at this point yeah um i quite like 
You've then got some scenes. You've got the scene with BBA and the... The, the head teacher. Yep. Yeah. She's leaving. It doesn't yeah. feel she's leaving under a cloud, but no. then they talk about the hearing. The hearing went against you. Yeah, was that that helping Steve escape? <laughs> <laughs> or who, who knows? Yeah. Um, but I love doing something else entirely. Yeah. I really love the conversation between her and the. I'm assuming it's the head teacher. Yeah. And saying, you know, he, she says Mister something or other, and he says, "Oh, call me Ellis," and she goes, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, just fantastic line. <laughs> yeah. She's got some really good lines like that. I think. I, yeah. Really good. She's. So I'm, I, I want to raise this question now because I think it will kind of spoil our discussion of what happens at the end. But mm. what the hell is Steve doing back at school? Yeah, this is another yeah. elephant thing. Yeah, um, where has he been living since he's been? Um, yeah, I that's. Mean, and, and if he, I found that a big problem in this episode. I have to say yeah. because it took me out. Of, yeah. I was too busy questioning what was going the, on with him. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it took me out. It gave me problems when they had the scene where the parents turn up in the house. Yeah. I assumed it was something. They were coming for Steve in some way. Um, because yeah. Because Steve must be... Uh, well, 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 yes, the last thing we'd seen, Steve running away. So that's only a matter of hours ago, I mean, isn't his dad's it, not going to say, oh, oh, okay, so those guys let, let you out of the van, so therefore that's fine, you can come back and live at home again, is he? That's not really how well, it, it is. military college goes. Again, works, yeah. I know, using headcanon term yet again, but it could be that he suddenly has a change of heart, Steve comes back, he acts mature, very contrite, no, very no, apologetic. No. We need to see that. We do, yeah, case. absolutely, we need yeah. to see that. There is a possibility, you know, there, there isn't impossible... The scenario yeah, of him being that's, reconciled. That's not, it's, that's not been how it feels for no. the relationship between no, Steve no, and the whole it, series. It's not good enough. And yeah. I, yeah, I, I feel a little bit cheated that we didn't yeah. see that fleshed out, but... I'm going to let that bit slide, though. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, um, so, yeah, so... We've yes, got... So, the, so really, really, at this point... At this point, I felt like when when Alfonso showed the box of books to the other, the other, um, well, the other to Jesse and Buck and Steve, and um, and Prairie has been taken away by Abel and Nancy to the hotel. Yeah. And BBA is going off. Um, BBA is going to off the California. And, and there's the, there's the bit in in the hotel room where. Um, Prairie starts to tell Abel and, and Nancy um, a bit about what's happened to her. Yes. And you feel, okay, this is this is a revelation for them. She hasn't told them anything before. And well, there's, there's, there's that weird scene with um, Alfonso wasn't there in the car before where he was saying, he was kind yeah. of criticising yeah, yeah, her yeah, a bit yeah. for not talking to her parents in yeah. a way. Yeah. And well, that, that is sort of, Maybe that's what the FBI agent was talking about that scene as well. Like you know, she was he was being therapy for her a little bit. Uh, yeah, maybe. And and if you think about it, maybe the whole thing is about how to get Prairie to tell to her parents. It feels like in a way, isn't it? Like it, but it could the whole series could have ended at that point. It felt like to me mm. when with Prairie talking to her parents, if it had ended there, and we still had the idea that she made all this up. It might not have been quite satisfying, but it would have been an ending, and it, it would have been, been it would have wrapped things up. Because I felt yeah. well, I'm moving slightly along, but just at the beginning of the scene yeah. in the school canteen, yeah, I I really liked 
the sort of um, atmosphere of it. It felt like everyone, Steve is kind of flirting with the girl and being happy yeah. with somebody. There's Jesse is, well, he is talking to that guy. Yeah. The other guy, the black guy, who says, what's it? I just really like the line he said about somebody who's super into decorative pillows. <laughs> Which is just I mean, it just shows nice. us that all of them are getting on with people, doesn't it? Yeah. Alfonso is getting on with, and Buck is getting on with another. We're not really talking with some other sort of silent, possibly transgender people in the corner, but yeah. it's, they're all getting on with people and that seems to be part of the story. It feels it? like they've all moved on yeah. and that they're in better places than they were at the beginning yeah. of the series. Um, yeah, no, so there, there is this sense of it's all, you yes. know, slightly sorted out. Um, so then we have, so then we have, the OA waking up in the bath with a nosebleed yep. and yes. going down to Abel and saying, I've had another of my nightmares, but I know what it means. Dreams. Premonition. I know what it means now. Yes. And then running out the house. Okay. Yeah. Shall we talk about her premonition things? Yes. So what 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 are her, her premonitions? Well, so the first premonition was about how she would find her her dead her father was still alive and she'd find him at the um, Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Um, which didn't go so well. Yeah. She talks about this at some point, doesn't she, with the FBI agent. There's there's that incident. Um, what's the other? There's another one because she's talking about... Well, there's the one quite recently where she talks about the FBI agent about that the we see a little bit of this sort of like this cathedral of... Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Of light. That's right. Sort of, yeah. That's right. Um, oh, and of course, the first one is when she has the sort of drowning incident as a child. And so that, so is one of her premonitions there meeting, meeting, what's, what's the lady's name in the sort of supernatural oh. bit? Oh, it was good. Cat something uh, like quinoa. Cartoon, cartoon, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> quinoa. I don't think quinoa would be such a good okay. name for anyway, her. Anyway, sorry. To be jokey. Cartoon, cartoon, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So all of these are associated with her nosebleeds, are they? All these kind of visions. Those things. Yeah. Okay, so let's just go through them with the, how much. The first one, she had a premonition dream and it seemed to come quite true. Yeah? The, the drowning as a child. What was the premonition dream? She of? dreams that she's drowning in a something, doesn't she? Oh, that's she? right, yes. Yeah. And then she, she did sort the bus Sort of pretty much does. Yeah. And, well, as yeah. far as... Yeah. There, I mean, there was a bit where the five find evidence of a bus crash, isn't there, on the internet, but that doesn't mean it was her bus crash. No, no, and they yeah. even said, okay. Yeah. Okay, but just from Prairie's POV thing, yeah. then anyway, there's that. Then there's the one about finding her dad, which she has to admit is a bit of a fail. Yeah. And then there's this new thing that she had recently that she can't quite work out, and I guess this is an extension of it. Oh, so when she sees, like you said, a big room, that is a school canteen she's seeing. Is that Oh, okay. A big full of light. Yes, yes possibly. Yes, that is a big, that's exactly what the school canteen looks like. Yes. Big glass atrium. Yes, Remember? that's true. That's true, yes. I think that's the implication. That's the implication, isn't it? I get that now. Yeah. Um. Okay, so she's... And then she suddenly runs and off. It, and so she's running off to school because yes. she knows that's... Yeah. Cause she's never been to that school, has she? She's not been a student there. No, she might have done. I would have thought she would have done. Oh, okay, she might have done, yeah. 
Um, so, yes, yeah, so then we have the gunman coming in mm. and the five BBA coming back and the other four yeah. will be in there and, yeah. doing, and doing the movements. Yeah, okay. Which, yeah. You're just getting over. I thought it was an amazing scene. I don't know if you're... Yeah. Yeah. Um, flipping past a bit quick. I loved the introduction of the gunman. Yeah. Um, we never see their face, do we? No, that's good. good. Yeah. The Was there an instant where you thought it was the OA? Oh, I, no, I didn't I, That crossed my mind for a second. It actually, yes, it did, actually. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, for a nanosecond, I did think. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad it wasn't. That would have been an atrocious yeah. ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but, but, yeah, the way he appears, the the... the depressing horribleness of everybody sort of reacting like oh god no like not i mean obviously shock and horror but like oh this has happened yeah. like this is a this, this, this is, is a, a thing. thing it makes you uh, makes you realize just how those school shootings are so embedded in in the psyche of, of yeah the US, i mean i know the US, there can't be that many it's not like no it's no but, I, but they're so as a child, they're so um they're so significant i think yeah that it can't help me i mean like no one in the US is going to think of anything else when you mention that in Columbine, are they, really? No, it's no, good. oh no. And, and do you remember what I was talking about as well when we were reading that book, Music for Torching, as well, how that had the, this weird ending, which was also about a school shooting. Can you, ah, massive spoiler for Music for Torching. Okay, but really, just read it for the rest of it, because that bit is completely relevant okay, to the story. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that is a key thing. Yeah. Also, I suppose, more spoilers, but... We've got to talk about Kevin. I mean, that's yeah, a, talk, yeah. yeah, it is part of American uh, the, culture, the, um, the, isn't that it? That Gus Van Sant film, um, Elephants, yeah. was it? Yeah. yeah. So there's lots yeah. of fictional examples which are based around this, and it is part of the American psyche, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, in a way that we really can't understand the UK because we don't have no, same you know, gun which culture. Is nice. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but, um, but well, yeah. So so how do you? I mean, so. What are they? What are the five thinking okay. at this point? What's I, going on? I yeah. don't know. I like, I don't, just uh, just the individuals' um, reactions as well. I just, I don't know. They're, they're so. I mean, Deering. I'm still. I'm still love Buck because Buck yeah. is still reminding me of, of uh, you know, our daughter, um, and looking tiny and fragile and and stuck there. Um, somehow, I think when in trouble, they they. Seek, although they've been separated and they've all got their own little, yeah. you know, groups, which is healthy, really, isn't it? Because yeah. they seemed a weird group together. They didn't really gel. So it's nice that they've got their own groups. But somehow in this kind of really, oh, shit, what's going on? They want to bond together. Yeah. And they do come together. I love the fact that BBA is like, oh, my boys. I've got to go yeah. to my boys. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, she can't, she's horrified at the idea of them being trapped somewhere. I mean, to be yeah. fair, she doesn't. Know where they are. They could no, be anywhere. She just knows people running around the school at the moment. Yeah, yeah. that seems a little. Weird. That's okay. I mean, there's it's just sort of slightly clunky plot device to get them in the yeah. same room, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, if I felt think, yeah, it yeah. was sort of about um, art almost overcoming, like something like a beautiful act, something that has and it did look rather beautiful when they did it i know it's because yeah. a lot of the time those movements have looked laughable and rather just weird and silly like for example earlier when you've got the oa and homer over with the with the older lady in in bed between them yeah it looked again i felt slightly giggly about yeah. it almost but i didn't when they did it then it didn't it felt 
something. It was. I'm just slightly hoping that the whole kind of general takeaway from this series isn't that um, random acts of incredible violence can be overcome by contemporary dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's a possibility. There is a I mean, if um, you're saying that, you know, art is kind of like art is important and can overcome. I think it's meaning that as a, in a, as in a, a metaphorical way. Sense. Well, I was always meaning it in a very, very um, literal in, way. In a very practical sense, though, I was very much reminded of the, we went to a talk a little while ago, um, which was just a kind of very jolly thing about psychology and how psychology works in, um, oh, things like ghost sightings and the way our mind works and we do stuff, but also about talking about how we are very primed for what to expect and when yes. people do the unexpected things we don't yeah. know how to react um there is um maybe we could put a link up if we ever find it but there's this fantastic video from youtube that uh, the guy showed us um which is maybe it's well known in america because it's american football match and one team oh man i don't know much about american football the point where there's they've side have got the ball yeah and they, they're all standing yeah. facing each other sorry yeah. <laughs> I don't know but I know from films that normally one person throws the ball back and then they, and then they throw it forward, throw it forward yeah. and yeah. somebody runs oh somebody runs forward and then you yeah. throw it to that person yeah, yeah, yeah. the quarterback yeah yeah so instead of that the person just holds the ball and walks in a slightly mincing manner almost just walks past these people Right next past to them, the team, past yeah. the opposing through, through team, their line, wasn't completely it? Yeah. through them. Yeah. When he's a few paces on, he starts to pick up and he runs. Yeah. Those opposing team do not know what to do. They're no. so dumbfounded. They just stand and stare until he and runs, do and then they chase him. Yeah. yeah, once he starts running, yeah. then they chase him, but he gets a touchdown. And it's also reminding me of a story that uh, Darren Brown told about. Darren Brown is a UK uh, magician and sort of illusionist mm. and he told about how when he was um first starting out doing what he was doing that how he was sort of um out late at night in bristol i think where he lived at the time and um some guy on the street sort of came up to try and mug him if mm. you like and try and get his wallet kind of and mm. in a kind of very darren brown illusionist way just completely disarmed him by talking about something completely different like suddenly going uh, my garden the, wall's three oh my, foot tall. My, yes, that, that was it was. My garden wall's three foot tall. Was, and eventually, and so confused the guy that his, all his anger just dissipated instantly, wasn't mm. it? And he said he ended up chatting to him for quite a long time, didn't he, about his life and things yeah. afterwards. Which is, yeah. I mean, the dangerous things to do, yeah. but kind of up to... And somehow, it, yeah, I suppose it did seem in that same vein. That do you think that five people doing really weird contemporary d dance moves... Quite striking. Quite striking might actually stop you from... Doing what, I mean, especially if they stood up and in a way that's not supposed to be what yeah. what uh, people carrying meant to do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't, I can accept that. Do you think so that's what is, the, was, mm. is that what the writers are intending? You think is that what they're kind mm -mm, of? No, I don't know if they really meant that. I, yeah. I, I mean, again, I, I, I thought I just felt because I, I, I was really moved watching them do that. Actually, I was. Yeah. I wasn't. You know, I did take it seriously I liked I just I, love I that a sense giggly, I have to say, okay oh, I yeah. didn't actually I found it um quite touching and I found that sort of just the sense of camaraderie I don't know it carried me away with it yeah and I just thought oh that's lovely and I, I really I did I did really like the the themes of uh family and how there's different types of family and how 
they find, and I'm probably, I mean, you imagine, don't you, that probably after this story is over, those five probably will drift apart again. They're not going to mm. remain as a strong, but that temporary unit that they've had mm. has really benefited them. And, yes. You know, yeah, and BBA is moving away to North California and mm. that sort of thing. Mm. So, but sure. nevertheless, they've they've got something out out of that. I feel that was one of the one of the themes. Of the, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, definitely, for sure, yeah. for sure. But, um, and I quite liked that they, I mean, <laughs> the the dance movements or whatever. It, the the actual disarming of the guy is taken by the the guy who, is it the, the, sort of the like, cook or something yeah, yeah. Who, who jumps him from behind so there yeah. is like it's not like he puts the gun down because of it no he yeah. doesn't sort of win his heart yeah. and mind but so and and at that point he knocks him he he shoots the fire the gun goes off when he you know he takes him to the ground and as we is then later revealed the, um, the only person to get shot is is the OA. the OA, yeah. I think we're going to call her Prairie again now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I found myself doing that. But she's yeah. still calling herself. Is so, she, has she stopped? Has she dropped the OA? Or is she... Well, no, they're all still calling her the OA. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, so she has a apparently fatal... Well, yeah. Well, I mean... fatal blow. This is one thing I quite like is, is the fact that you know, uh, as we were talking about last uh, last week, that um, if you're thinking about a season two, possibly for your, uh, there is a possibility of a season two here, isn't there? Yeah. Because yeah. of the lot, lots of unanswered questions. I feel. I mean, so what? What do we think? What do we? What's our take? What do we actually think's happened in this? So um, this is where I feel. Um, I don't know. Slightly. No, I, I didn't like so much the fact that so she we appear like in the last closing scenes she you know it's like she's having this again another well not a near-death experience I'm assuming a death death, death experience well, the very last shot is of her alive isn't it what's that last shot of her head in the sort of white light I assume that her was just mentioning her. Homer's name Remember? I didn't think she was alive at that point. I thought that was in. You thought that bed. was her. Di- you thought that was her sort yeah. of dying moment, did you? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's oh, dead. That's why she's talking to Homer. Or, oh no! And then, of course, you've got that voiceover saying um, it will be like because she's talked when she's talked to the five. She said, "Oh, I haven't done this thing. I haven't actually ever been able to move between dimensions. Yeah. I've just, um, but I I know it would be like I expect it would be like you know, rushing." What is it being picked up by a f- stream and not you know, not being able to you know resist the flow or something like that? So does what she mean is she hasn't really had a proper near death experience? Do you think? Or, uh, or I don't or, know or if that's she, what she meant. Or are we thinking that she has in the in the bus crash possibly? We don't still don't know. We for still sure don't really know about that. Word. No. Um, what I thought I thought the implication was was that somehow. That actually, those dance movements did, although there's a little bit of a pause because she has to be get shot, dragged off in an ambulance, which would presumably takes some minutes to arrive. But after that half an hour, she is t- transported. Because you know that's oh. what she says. Because she says about the dance movements. And then she's like Homer, thinking, "Oh, how, am I here now?" Kind yeah. Of. So she absolutely believes her story, and thinks that's that's where she's going to meet Homer and well, the others. Well, either she yeah. absolutely believes her story or. Her story is in some part true. Yes. So and that's why, um, the bit that I thought, oh. oh. Because it, it gave 
to me that gave too much evidence to her story. What what did? The fact that she ends up um I took it as somehow the movements did transport her. Oh we see, I don't think that gives too much evidence to her. So I think that leaves it entirely ambiguous because imagine imagine that she, her it is just completely all in her head. Mm. She's she's um by coincidence thinking that thinking that these visions she has when she has the nosebleeds, she's thinking, Oh, it's something to do with the school, something to do with the school. She rushes down to the school and there's this this gunman's taking over the school and by chance she gets shot and she in her head this is all because of the things that she's done actually it's not at all it's just by chance she's been shot and she's taken away in the and and then she's thinking oh this is all going to plan or this is all okay. and, and she and she's like oh so now i'm going to see homer again and then she's not the same it doesn't exist homer's just in her head but all she's just saying she's like oh as, she, as she's dying she's just like oh homer am i am i here now and it's a questioning thing and the answer is no, it's not. You're dead. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that was my kind of takeaway from okay. that. Okay. Yeah. No, I I took it quite differently. I thought I thought it was really heavily hinting that there was there there is a home that she's moved that somehow. Well, I like the ambiguity of that. I okay. Yeah. yeah I, no, I, I like it more with that with your take on it. Actually, yeah. I must say. Um, what do but, you think about Steve chasing after the ambulance and saying he wanted to go with her? Well, he he believes, doesn't he? He's a believer. Yeah. a true believer in this and he's thinking i want to go to this other dimension this dimension of mine here is shit <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i really maybe. want to go yeah and he's and he's sort of a bit in awe of the oa as well isn't he he's sort of yeah yeah i, yeah, yeah. I didn't i didn't read too much into steve's fine i think that's part of so that's all part of their their sort of like having improved themselves as, as being connected to, to the OA. But I mean, far more interesting to me is mm. what's been going on this whole time, kind of thing, really. And right, it makes me think. But I, I just had a thought then, thinking back about, um, in the last episode, episode seven, when um, Prairie's in the restaurant with her, she's just just been with the F, the with the FBI agent. Yeah. He suggests that going for a meal would be yep, a good yep, thing, yep. and. If we're now seeing that the whole of the FBI thing is basically it's trauma counselling for her mm. and how to get her back on, on her face. And given that really the FBI agent is not really believing anything she says about like you know, all these other people being kidnapped or anything. Because mm. just... we have been a bit thinking the FBI are a bit remiss. Yes, just... but actually, no, they're not remiss at all. If, um, yeah, yeah. Know, if, if she can't kind of like, you know, explain where she's been or... or mm. You know, and, and it's all just been a story she's telling. All they're really trying to do is counsel her. And it makes much more sense, doesn't it, that he's a psychologist, really, rather than an FBI investigator. Mm. That's what he, he looks like, a psychologist, doesn't he? And much mm. more than, um, than, I a, guess than a, so. your general... Don't stereotype your I mean, we said FBI we, that agents. normally come in suits and ties, don't they? Yeah. He's much yeah. more relaxed. And you imagine sort yeah. of much broader and... yeah. Thuggish in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, but but so that scene when they're in the in the restaurant, and um, and Nancy says to says to Prairie, um, I mean, we've we've kept quiet all this time, but you you've never told us anything about Mm. what happened, and you feel that all of, I think knowing what we know now at the end of this episode, you're thinking perhaps this has been a lot of what it's about. It's been trying to get Prairie to mm. open up to them and talk to them about mm. it. That's what all going to the FBI has been about. And then then she sort of says about, 
I'm the original angel, and Nancy slaps her, and and you're thinking, oh, they're so disappointed that they thought they were going to get some sort of proper explanation here, and, and actually she's, I mean, it's a really bad thing to do, if like, she's coming out with all this nonsense, you know, there's, there's other issues at stake that Nancy ought to be worried about, really, you know, that she's still... I mean, we're, we're kind what, of What, that she's her. so yeah. deluded, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we just believed her at that point, and we're yeah. like... Which, and that's what I love. I love that we, they yeah. convinced us to believe her. Yes, that we just <laughs> saw Nancy yeah. as a... Well, n not just as a terrible... Not a terrible yeah. person for slapping her, but sort of a, almost an ironic thing of, oh, little does she know, and yeah. this will soon yeah. be revealed, and... In fact, the more, mm. more I think about it, the more, more satisfied I am by this ending in some ways. I feel, yeah. I feel like yeah. it's, it's, it's done that... It's given you that kind of inevitable inevitability about it that it was all made up. Of course, it was yes. all made up. It was, it was so fantastical. But at the same time, I didn't see it coming at all. Which is well, I did see it coming, but I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah. he. I mean, even better when you kind of think you see it coming, but somehow yeah. managed to. They dodge past you in that way, so that yeah. they they sneak the plot through. So just thinking about what's been going on in in Prairie's head, like, do we think that? Or what's been going on to her? So, because mm. she's been away for seven years, was she even kidnapped? Was this all the? Well, do we yeah. even know that? I mean, we don't know anything. I I thought that the key thing was perhaps her um, um, reaction when she was describing being on the side of a road and hap, you know, whoever that may be, yeah. having a knife to her throat, and then right, she loses it, doesn't she? So you felt so... like possibly. At some maybe she maybe she has been living somewhere else all this time, but she has been assaulted all. Some, at, some point, at some point, maybe there was a horrible assault yeah. that she's buried mentally and covered up with these strange memories, and that may have happened a long time ago, or yeah. it may have been quite recent. I imagine I I would imagine, and I have to admit I'm making this up as I go along because I only just thought about that when we were actually talking about it. Just now, anyway. Yeah. Um, so what I'm suggesting is, she fairly early on she gets assaulted when she's when she's uh, run, sort of run away from home. Run away from home. Yeah. Um, and this traumatizes her so much that she absolutely blanks it out. I don't know what she does in order to survive for some years. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how she's never spotted because. She is like you know the subject of a manhunt as well, isn't she? Is she is blind. We need to come back to the blindness. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> the blindness. See, see, that's the blindness. But see, oh. see the, the the great thing about the blindness, I think, is that that's the key thing that has had us and the five believing all this stuff all the time, really, isn't it? Yeah. Well, how can someone? How can this not be true? If she's had yeah, her sight you recovered. don't just get your sight. But I'm I'm going to completely give the writers that one and not require them to explain that at all because it. I think it just leaves the story in a very good, very good ambiguous point at the end, and I'm really liking the the questions it's leaving open about it. Not just because I think they might be doing it in order to allow for the possibility of season two, and I really hope there isn't a season two to this because I think whatever happened in it, it would be disappointing. Whether um, apparently there may be. There may be a season yes. two. Right, okay. What, have you just looked at that yeah. this evening? Yes. Uh, but I really hope there isn't, you know, yeah, because I don't enough. think it can... I think it will spoil the sto this story by having an another season. 
In the same way that Lars von Trier's second series of The Kingdom rather spoiled <laughs> the first series. Yeah. Yeah. Another anyone, yeah, so famous... I mean, it's not quite the same as this, but it's a sort of supernatural oddity that is just bonkers and brilliant. It is, know? yeah. It is worth hunting yeah. down. That's, the it's first a very early season. TV series that Lars von Trier made. I think we talked about it, actually, oh, before when... Yeah. Um, when we have the mad, uh, what was the other scientist chap that is a friend of Oh, Pat? yes, uh, was it Liam? Was yeah, it? Uh, yeah when, they have, when he's using the basic basement of the hospital yeah, for his yeah. experiments, yeah. Um, yeah, that you sort think, of thing. You think all, these, all this is all in Perry's head, really, isn't it? She's made up this whole thing about the, yes. the other scientists. See, there's the... a small part of me that thinks, am I supposed to believe that she hasn't made this up? Though? Because, okay, this is my yeah. other theory about why the FBI agent is there. Yeah. Okay. Go with me on this. In the house when he meets Alfonso. Yeah. Yeah. That, that there is absolutely everything about Prairie's story is true. Yeah. She's got the ability to move between dimensions. Right. This is terrifying in some respects for the public, should they actually know about this. And the FBI agent is trying to cast dispersions. I mean, that's a pretty weird box of books to, like, have your, your books all in there. I think... He may have planted it there. In a kind of reverse X-Files type manner. Um, yes. <laughs> I do. Or maybe yes. I like it as a theory, I must say. I don't think that's what the theory writers were intending. Okay, I but know. I do like it as a theory. I mean, I mean, what I'm liking about this is we can come up with quite a lot of different theories about what's happened at the end. Yes. Which is, um, which is rather good. Yeah. Um, so, what... What do you think? Do we have what evidence do we have in the whole eight episodes that Prairie has actually been kidnapped? Do you think? Do we have do we have any evidence of that? That um, that is what has happened to her in these seven years. So anything apart from what Prairie said. I mean, because if no. you remember a lot of a lot of the um, a lot of the stuff that's uh, like the police being involved, the FBI being involved, is down to Nancy. Really, Nancy was the one who like instigated the, the manhunt in some ways, wasn't she? Yeah. Like if um if Nancy hadn't done that, Perry returning wouldn't have been wouldn't have been seen as weird by anyone. It'd just be oh no. if, her, just... if her note had been there. Yeah. And, and everyone had known about the note. They'd have yeah. um been almightily cross with her really for not letting them Oh no, not being in touch more. Yeah. Yeah, so so in so in Prairie's story, if we think if we're yes. saying it's Prairie's story, Prairie tells the five that she asked Hap if she could make yes. a phone call. Yeah. And presumably that possibly was, you know, she was going to make a phone call to Nancy and Abel and something meant that she didn't. Mm. Possibly not being kidnapped, but possibly being kidnapped. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's... that's yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe there's... Maybe she was. It was like... we, What Nancy and Abel think and what, what has been thought is that she's, you know, had some... Being kept, you know, being kept in a room somewhere, as yeah. there have been some other cases, haven't there, of, of people um, that's been done to. And like when we have the journalist talking about her story and how, you know, talking about another somebody else yeah. who's been attacked. So do we do we think it's possible maybe that, that is um, very close to truth? Is it possible that she was kidnapped and held captive with other people as well? Do you think? Well, I don't know. And she's kind of. Yeah. Find that less likely. But historically, there's, well, we don't know. I've never heard of any of that ever no. happening. Um, but I mean, it's the way she says to Nancy Nabel in this episode. Says, you know, when she's finally explaining to her about, it, she says, "I was, 
held in a in a dungeon with four other people and what I fell in love with this one of the other guys yeah. there. So she's not telling we don't think she's telling them the truth. Or do you think that she is telling the truth? Well, whatever the truth means at this point. Yeah, I don't actually think she is, but it's possible she is, isn't it? I mean, and it's possible that that bit is the truth and then all the rest of it is made up. Yeah. Or it's possible that even maybe the point isn't that she's necessarily telling exactly the truth to Nancy and Abel, yeah. but she's telling telling them something is the key thing because yes. she hasn't said anything yeah. at all at that point. I mean, you have to, you have to think, wouldn't you, like we said before, that if she had been saying these things to the FBI, the FBI would almost certainly have checked them out, you know, that, wouldn't you? Yes. That, I mean, you know. Yeah, 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 there would have been some, like, I mean, I know her, because where is she? She's found absolutely, like, in the middle of... Well, she jumps off the bridge, isn't she? Yeah. At the beginning of the first episode. Is that supposed to be Manhattan, or...? I don't know. Right. Not sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's... I mean, if it was, then it's, well, it makes sense that maybe she's been in, in New York for... Seven years. Mm. Yeah. Interestingly, yeah. or I thought interestingly, just because I one thing I really liked about the series was was um, the the locations, the the place where they filmed it, the the sort of housing estate. Yeah. Um, I just liked it because it didn't look like anything else I'd seen on an American TV. Actually, much of. Oh no. No, not. Yeah. I don't know, not to me. Or the greyness of it, really. Not okay. Yeah, yeah the houses well, were cinematography. They've got colours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah. the sort of palette of it, and um, and I was just looking up to see where it was filmed, which oh, is which was uh, it was mostly all filmed in sort of upstate New York, so north of okay. New York, um, and that is a place called something Central Valley, was where the okay. sort of big housing estate was. I even found. Um, an estate agent's offering a house uh, very similar to the one that she lived in, $550,000. Uh, is that relevant to our discussion, do you think? I don't know. I kind of vaguely want to move there now. I don't know why. <laughs> huge. Bit... They have huge houses there. Oh, they're massive, aren't they? They're yeah. massive. Yeah. Um, but... This isn't a discussion about the relative house size. No, of, uh, but I did I did like the look of it. I liked the fact that there it was just a bit grey, you know, a bit mundane, a bit normal looking. I and what, what, what about all the greens in the in the kidnap story, you know, in, in the haps? That was, that was very green, all that setting, wasn't it? Uh, I didn't think it Certainly, yeah. it was much more vivid, yeah. wasn't it? Everything from her memory is way more vivid. Yeah. Uh, so is it meant to be, so, you know, boring old American suburbia compared Real to my life. vivid imagination. Yeah. Weren't we talking about escape fantasies at one point a few podcasts back? You were saying about how this plays into the kind of every young person, of, but not necessarily just young people's sort of desire to escape from a mundane life. Well, we were talking about that in relation to the five, weren't we? Yeah, how all sure. Of, all of them had backstories yes. which you felt they were trying to escape from. Yeah, but I mean, also, are we suggesting... That you know, a key point is this: is that um, um, Prairie is trying to escape her. Mind you, who knows what has happened to her? Yes, because I mean, she did escape. She wasn't here, was she? She, I mean, if it, let's say she never was kidnapped, and um, and she was just been in New York for the past seven years, then she had that was it that was was her escape really wasn't it now she's now she's come back again i think that would be the most unlikely thing i just went i've yeah. asked for seven years vaguely i've got my sight back 
and I'm fine. Yeah. I feel there was an attack somewhere. There's something, something detained her. Something has traumatised her. That's the key thing. She's definitely traumatised. Yeah, she's definitely traumatised by something. And you kind of feel that perhaps she was kidnapped, you think, don't you? We, yeah. yeah. We are going round and round. Yes. But um, what, the other thing I, I thought was interesting was that... Um, I mean, we have talked about this before, but in light of knowing that perhaps Perry's story is all made up, why why are the five so kind of taken with it? Why do they believe her? One thing mm. is it because of the blindness aspect of it, yeah. like we're taking yeah, it's in the thing, mainly? Yeah. yeah, and she's very charismatic. Yes, but uh, but also why why does she? Uh, no, actually, I was thinking it, it does make sense that she chose them almost randomly. It doesn't really matter who they are, does it? These 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 five, and even the fact that she chose Steve after he let his dog attack it doesn't. She's a traumatized woman, isn't she? That's just trying to make sense of her what's going on in her head, really. And this is the way the way that's going on sense of her head is getting these five people to believe her story somehow. Is this is therapy for her, really, isn't it? Mm. So the whole of the telling the story in the house is. It's just her therapy for herself. Yeah, do you think that's about... I mean, there is something very... Because it's just always reminded me of the kind of a teenage thing of getting together and telling ghost stories. Yeah. Probably nobody does that anymore. I don't know. Well, um, probably, possibly not. <laughs> but I think, you know, certainly, I remember, I don't think... I think it may still happen, actually. I've got yeah, a yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. Um, it's a very sort of vivid, a very particular thing. And I think most people have done it at some stage in their life of sleepovers where you stay up and tell scary yeah, stories. Yeah, or especially in an abandoned house. The abandoned house is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's that was the vibe it got. It seemed like maybe they're suggesting there's some therapy to be had. I don't think there's something to be had in telling each other scary stories. We yeah. definitely get a thrill out of it. There's some maybe talking about the terrifying events, the most scary things we can think of turning them into a story for entertainment kind of um, makes them more manageable, makes it more dealable with. Yeah. Is it... Oh, I That's don't what know. Perry's doing here, you think, then, by telling the story I to... I'm uh, sort of thinking as I'm going, so yeah, I'm not no, really no, sure. No, 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 I'm quite liking that. That's a, it's, so. I, I, yeah, I mean, obviously, what we don't think is she's actually telling the truth, but somehow, there's anyway, some form of therapy through storytelling. Yeah. And in a way, you know, we've said how it's a little bit weird over the course of the whole story, how um, it's kind of okay with that she's, they're all allowed to stay out all night and like go to this house. Well, not not them, but Prairie as well. Like, why Nancy? Maybe these, this is part of the story that we haven't been shown is that the FBI agent maybe said, look, you need to let her go where she wants and do the things she wants. Just, you know... She needs to be working this out in her own head in a way as well. You can't kind of just... And so Nancy yeah. and Abel have maybe... Maybe they've had quite a lot of conversations with the FBI and the FBI guy's been saying, no, no, look, I know you want to protect her, but actually you need to let her go out and mm. do... And then they kind of got worried and they said, you're going to be out for an hour or whatever. And it's going to... But if we think that you know, there's, a, there's a big story about how do we rehabilitate our traumatised daughter here going on the background, mm. but we haven't really considered it at all, have we? That's not been part of any of our consideration because we've always been thinking of Prairie as being sort of like the instigator of this story in some ways. Yeah, the protagonist yeah. who protagonist, yeah. has a... Um, has actually, a we were just yeah. talking about how sorted she is out of, you know, she's not actually, we were saying the other yeah. week, she's not the most interesting character because we were regarding her as the most stable. 
And then in, some of, the the other, in some of the other scenes with Five, we've seen her having a bit of a laugh at times, haven't we? And like sort of joking around, or at least laughing with them, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so you feel, looking back on it, you feel well, maybe that was her getting better, almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does actually, I don't, I don't want to watch it all again, but you could watch it again and you'd be watching Knowing What You Know. It would, it would be a very eminently rewatchable series, I think, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. looking at it through the eyes of, of a, a, a young woman in recovery from a mm. traumatic event that we don't really know the details of. Sorry, I just thought how poor Nancy and Abel, they've just lost their daughter again. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, presumably she's not, she's not going to survive that, is she? I think that's the implication. Yeah. That's what I thought. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Any any other final thoughts? Anyway, um, well, I suppose, I suppose, um, well, the, the the main thing I I, I want to ask really the final question is the reason we started watching this was mm. because um, our um, our quality levels for TV programs have been massively spoiled by watching Breaking Bad. <laughs> And then we watched the first episode of this, and I was quite taken by it. I think a bit more than you at the beginning. Yes. Has has this how is this satisfied in a storytelling manner? Do you feel satisfied by it? I like it very much. Can you give me a mark out of ten then for uh, I know I never give you. I I hate okay. marking things. Um, I like it very much, but it's. I don't know. How can you even compare? I mean, okay, I didn't. It, it's a completely different fish from um, Breaking Bad, which we've decided is our benchmark. Yeah. Um, yeah. I prefer Breaking Bad, I suppose. But yeah. that seems a silly thing because it's a completely different thing. It's a massively long story with um, very kind of um, pragmatic, a very real world scenario. Yeah. It's completely different kind of genre um it seems a bit absurd to compare the two well my my take in it would be that i feel this as a series has very much satisfied in that it set up certain questions and even though it hasn't answered them all i don't want it to answer them all it has satisfied the tension it set up by by the end in a surprising yet inevitable yes, way which it is, has actually yeah. i mean that's it's yeah. like you said the first episode was like Whoa, quite shocking yeah, how yeah, much yeah and it's and all the massive yeah. stuff about russian oligarchs and whatever and do you remember us how we're saying how that was quite cartoony and whatever and yeah it's even, it didn't seem like terribly yeah. as if it wasn't well written but i and think like her mother being dead and all those kind of things and, yeah and yeah. yeah and it makes perfect sense if she's made it all up sandra it, knows it's yeah. all along yeah and we didn't realize yeah it's quite but, which is which is, so which is very satisfying, satisfying i think but i i do okay. have i do have some minor issues but i think they're important like just the thing like Steve in this um, in this episode, I don't know how he's ended up at the school. There's there's some slight contrivances and slight kind of unexplained parts of various episodes. I can't remember them all now, but I think we've mentioned them as we've gone along. Mm. That I is why is what you really need for really top notch storytelling. Yeah, really sleek to, writing has no um, has no none of these kind of oh, oh what's that that about? Yeah, how did that yeah. work? Like yeah. like like the in, in particular in this episode with with Steve, it just didn't quite work for us. And that is the thing we we always say when watching about Breaking Bad, isn't it? That it it is very good at that. It really yeah. wraps everything up. It it's doesn't leave tight. any kind of like. Sometimes it it leaves little 
yeah, story strands it has not so boring story yeah, strands but, that they don't they, quite go anywhere. But you don't get you're not confused by them anyway. No, you're not. Yeah, no. Which yeah, which is, but but anyway, you know the the writers on something like Breaking Bad have been doing it for ages, and there's quite quite young, sort of young writers and directors on this. But it's an amazing yeah. accomplishment yeah. for that, I think, yeah. isn't it? It's really good. Yeah. And also, we've talked about I think on on the Breaking Bad um, podcast we do about the ratio between the ease with which you can write a very good television series and the ease with which you can Christian. find holes and criticise yes. it. Yes, and it's yeah. so much easier to criticise. So much easier, so yeah. much easier. And I think that should always be pointed out whenever you criticise somebody's yeah. somebody's um, creation, that it's... Absolutely. And, and that, um, yeah, that we... we I, I, only, I would only do it in the desperate hope that no none of the creators would ever listen to this yes. um and if they do please i'm just incredibly yeah. uh jealous and envious and 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 think it's fantastic work yes uh yes i know it so exactly the same yeah mm. so i think well i think that's pretty much wrapped up this podcast then really isn't it i think yeah. so i've enjoyed it yeah I've, i have very much enjoyed enjoyed this um Thank you very much for listening. If you've listened all the way to the end, then thank you very much even more. Yeah, especially <laughs> yeah. yeah. right at the end of this long hour and goodness knows how long yeah. rambling chat. Um, apologies so, for all my ramblings and repetitions. Um, I don't think you should apologise too much. That's what podcasts are for, rambling, isn't it? Rambling yeah. and repetitions. So, um, and we'd also like to hear what your theories are about what the hell is going on in this whole series, particularly about you know what was what actually happened to Prairie when she was perhaps kidnapped, perhaps not. Um, if you want to let us know what you think, you can leave a message on our um, webpage for this episode, at, as I said before, at ethancrane.com. Or you can send us an email at the overanalysis podcast at ethancrane.com. But better to put it on the website, because then other people can see what you've said as well. And if we get enough responses and, um, and uh, enough to talk about, we might do an extra podcast just discussing all the different theories about what happened. If you if you like uh, have enjoyed this podcast, we're not going to start another one straight away at the moment, but we probably will will do the next episode, the Better Call Saul, in April. So we, if we are ongoingly doing Breaking Bad, yes, I'll mention that. In a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. Just <laughs> <laughs> get the end of this bit. Yeah. Okay. So we we'll probably we will do another Breaking uh, one about Better Call Saul in April. Um, if you want to want to be reminded that we're doing that, um, just sign up for our mailing list on the website. That's uh, ethancrane.com. That's C-R-A-N-E. Uh, just like to mention that I know it seems a bit egotistical that the website is just in my name, but I'd set this up before we started doing the podcast. Ethan so. does all the work. Really. Yeah. I can't be asked. Yeah, but it's yeah okay. I just it feels a bit Sorry. bad about that. But yeah, so you'll find that you'll find a link just to the, this podcast on the, there and a link to the mailing list. Uh, but yes, but also uh, as Tully just interrupted me and said. We do do another podcast called Breaking Bad Rehab, where we're rewatching Breaking Bad and analysing that in much more detail. That comes out every week or we might be going Ish. to two weeks soon. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But yes, you can check out that one as well. But otherwise, thank you very much for listening. Yes, thank you very, very much. Yes, bye. Bye-bye.